0: Welcome to Kaiba Health and Life. I'm your host, Kristen Wolosinovich, here with my beautiful co-host, Lisa Metropolis. Hi. So are wow, you today. Look at this. Look at huh? this. Wow. We're the lucky yes. ones. We get so excited when uh, you know there's a big deal in the room, right? Oh, right. Tall, without maybe tall. tall drink of water, if you will. <laughs> um, without further ado, Lisa, Great. it's our honor and privilege to introduce Medical Director of the Emergency Room right here in McLaren, Flint, Dr. Ray Rudoni. Hello, sir.
1: Hello, good afternoon, ladies. Hi, Dr. Lisa, Rudoni. Nice to see you, yeah, Kristen. Thanks Thank for you for being having here. me here.
0: We are so excited mm-hmm. to have you. You know, you're a friend of the show and you love always the show bring amazing energy and amazing insight and content um, to us. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and I have to say, too, because coming from the emergency room, I love your demeanor. And the reason I say that is people are coming in and they're in crisis. Right. So Mm -hmm. to have someone such as yourself who comes in, you know... Have you Did you have to craft that skill set, Doctor Rudoni? Is no what I'm question asking. about
1: it. I think we all do in the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yes. uh, no nobody expects to be there usually. Most people are scared, frightened out of their norm. Right. Okay. Not seeing their doctor. Right. They don't have other stuff with them most of the time. Right. They're so you're I mean, out of their your comfort. new faces. Yes. Yeah. I think part yes. of the art is getting <clears throat> people to <clears throat> feel comfortable to the best of your ability. Listen to them, and hopefully they'll trust you in a few minutes after you get a chance to meet one. Another. There's not a lot of time to establish rapport, right. there, as they say. Mm -hmm. You know, sit around and just chit-chat. you got to get right down to it. you got to assess it quickly. There's a skill set that's involved. You have a couple
2: minutes to to make someone feel very comfortable and trusting with their life. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to
1: be able to listen and you've got to be able to ask questions at the same time. And, you know, it's an art. It takes time. You know, and some people are better than, than others, but part of being in the is trying to learn that skill set and it takes time.
0: How long have you been with McLaren Flint?
1: <sighs> See, oh, you're making me feel old now. Mm. Uh, I'll be it'll be 17 years this wow. October.
0: Considering Lisa, he's only 29. Yes. 28. Child, child, child. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I think <laughs> you're absolutely right. You come in and you've probably spent years, yeah. you know, if you've coming coming in panicky, they're going to feel that vibe. So you come in with a calm demeanor, assess, but you move in a fashion that's rather quickly. Absolutely. You know, given what what they're going through. That's right. So let's talk about this a little bit too, Lisa. I mean, you have kids, we have kids, probably spent, when they were babies, like first, first, my first reaction is let's get this child to the ER, a fever, ER. Everything. um, A cut, ER. And that i mean with anything now as we're aging as well right er tell us dr rudoni when or when shouldn't we head to the er and
1: if i had that answer perfectly spelled out would i'd you be bottle like, it? in maui we'd you be doing this it maui. we'd be doing this right okay. you know, we are in maui yeah probably. and i think and i think mm-hmm. that's a tough one but i mean it's a good question it's a fair question i think that a lot of times people come to the emergency department because they just don't know yeah, that's right and we see a lot of patients for example that show up with chest pain. Everybody thinks they're having a heart attack. That's right. One of the most common reasons people come to the hospital. And once we tell them it's not a heart attack, maybe it's a bruised muscle, maybe it's a, a bronchitis or a little pneumonia or something else that's not their heart, they don't know what it is till we tell them. That's right. Or we work them up, do some testing, then when we have some answers. Patients come in with complaints, and they don't necessarily know. If they had the answers, they wouldn't show up unnecessarily. So I think it's... If you know yourself, you know your children, Mm -hmm. something's not out of the norm, you can call your primary care doc, get some advice, but if you're not sure, you should go to the hospital.
0: Yeah, but I think that's a great point to call your doctor first. Get some if yeah, they're available. A lot sure. of times there's that twenty four hour Absolutely. after yeah. hour, especially
2: now. And there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity, even more so now for uh, more of a connection with your with your primary oh, care physician. Oh, yeah. It's not just a nine to five anymore.
1: That's right. Yeah. and they're on call and, yep. and they know you and you yep. know them and they have a sense for what you're asking and how you're asking it. They usually know your medical history. Right. and yeah. so if you say certain key phrases or certain symptoms. They can say, you know what, I don't think there's a problem, we'll see you tomorrow. That's right. Or why don't you go get checked out and have them call me when you get there.
0: Or possibly now we have the other options of clinics, after-hour clinics. So if you're sick or you can probably get prescription meds on site, if it's after-hours, there's a lot of options. And it's good to know we have that.
1: And actually, we offer a service at uh, McLaren Flint uh, most of the day and evening, which is called a Fast Track which is you're coming through the emergency department, you're seen by a nurse, and if you have a, 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 a minor ailment or illness or injury, we can usually get you taken care of in 90 minutes or less. And you oh, can wow. even go online and, I, and register for that visit wow. for the fast track area only if it's a minor injury or ailment. And when you come in, we'll be waiting for you. We'll take you right back, and we should have you out wow. in 90 minutes with testing. That's wow, great. Wow, that's, that's incredible.
0: McLaren awesome. yeah. flint yeah. You know, And McLaren flint having been born and raised in the city... I mean, my goodness, Dr. Rudoni, look at the growth, the wow. exponential growth of that hospital as a conglomerate. I mean, it is just growing nationwide.
1: There's no question. The McLaren Healthcare system, since even when I started here 17 years ago, seems like it's grown 10 times from what it. It could right. be more than that. With, they have some work being done in different states now. They're branching out across mid-Michigan. You know, their uh, their affiliation and ownership of Carmano's Cancer Institute. Mm-hmm. Huge. You know, we've got uh, the insurance company through McLaren, all the subsidiary hospitals right. and clinics. And I'm sure I'm not naming everything, but they have really grown and they've done a good job. They've got great leadership. And, and vision. Very, I'm very and foresight. proud to be part of it. I'm very proud to be part of, of the company that's growing and doing so well.
0: Uh, well, I think they're also lucky to have you. I oh, think you probably yeah. operate in tandem and seeing the growth and in working with them. But what else I think is fascinating for you to speak on is from 17 years ago to where we are today, the technology and what we're able yeah. to do. Day and night. It's What a day to live in. You know, we day talk about, oh, the good old days, right? Yeah. But right. what an incredible times, yeah. Dr. Rudoni. It is.
1: it is pretty amazing. And some of the things we're doing at the hospital now, I never would have imagined. They right. know, and again, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but just look at the treatment for stroke that we're oh, doing now. We're incredible. We're, we're, we're treating patients within 30 minutes with with stroke uh, clot buster medication. The robotics and, and the telestroke. Yeah, that's uh, part of it as well. That's part of it, and it's yep. that
2: that really uh, when it, it, in the beginning uh, it has been a, a leader nationally yeah. for for McLaren, yeah. which is something definitely here in Michigan definite leader here yeah, we in, have, in the state also. We
1: have specialists on call 24-7-365 that can do certain procedures for certain stroke patients wow. that can help them walk out of the hospital, help get their speech back, help send them back to work. And if you go into any McLaren subsidiary area in mid-Michigan and you have a stroke symptom, we can get you on the robot from a different ER and fu- wow. pipe you yes. right into these guys and gals, From other and they cases. can help that's make the, uh, uh, treatment decisions right there yeah. on the move, camera.
0: And you move, you move, you know, you move in lightning speed yes. to well, get you this done. Well, you have to with that. That's right, because
1: stroke it, is uh, absolutely is, is brain tissue, and you got to treat it as quick as you can.
0: And looking for signs of a stroke, it's fast. What does fast stand for?
1: Well, you know, FAST is kind of a mnemonic that we like to use for things that have to do with. Uh, facial weaknesses, uh, yep. problems with the way the face looks, maybe some drooping. There's abnormal. Why are you looking at me, Doctor Rodoni? Well, you 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 do not look like you're having a stroke, you just Kristen. Make me nervous. You nervous. Thank something.
0: you, thank you, yeah. Doctor. Abnormal. You speech. heard it here first. You got
1: it. Abnormal speech and weakness in one side of the other are okay. primarily the big three that we kind of that look, you look for. look for. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean there are others. Sure. There are others that kind of mimic certain other things that people don't think could be a stroke, but we have to be careful not to overcall it. But speech. Weakness in the face, weakness in the arms or legs, headache in that scenario. You got to activate 911 and go to the hospital.
0: Got it. And are, do you see a lot of stress-related stroke symptoms like people who think they're having a stroke it could be stress related anxiety. anxiety.
1: Okay. No question. anxiety this is, this can cause huge. anything? Yeah. yeah. This is but a But again, deal. we can't call it anxiety till we've proven it's not a stroke, we've right. proven it's not a heart attack. Right. Okay. We've proven it's not an infection. You
0: go through all that testing have to. quickly, right. rather quickly. Right. Yep. Right. And you know, like you said McLaren's um, benchmark in stroke recovery and stroke treatment. And, you know, what do you attest that to? I mean, it, it's just years and years of dedication, and just you own that category here. Well, I, you, yeah. know, In I, Michigan, I, you know, I like to different. think
1: we do. I mean, again, yeah. we're offering services that many other places do not. We're showing and proving outcomes that, are, uh, that I would never have imagined could have occurred. And I think the hospital had a vision uh, several years ago when mm-hmm. they put their stroke service and team yes. together. It was a, a, a need for our community. And we had the resources. The science was growing, and they decided to incorporate it and offer a service. And I think it's done a lot of great things. I think so. For I think it's saved lives in our community. A lot and of I people think, have benefited. You know,
0: we're hitting the aging baby boomer demographic. Mm-hmm. Flint is a you know a big city, mm-hmm. an aging city, but also there's also demographics we hit in terms of maybe not the best numbers of obesity or diabetes, and you know. I think, though, the key is prevention and education, and McLaren is key in that. Yes. I mean, you see it on a daily basis.
1: Yep, absolutely, and and we continue to do reach-out programs and, and educate the community, and, you know, patients that come in receive all kinds of counseling for, yes. for rehab services, dietary right. changes, smoking cessation, exercise programs, all this is part of recovering after- this kind of, and these of, are successful programs. Yeah. These are very Absolutely. successful
2: programs that that you offer, and they're open to to everyone in the community sure. to come in and be a part of that. Um, and I know that we definitely here. We have talked so much about epidemics and crises that are uh leading causes for so many other things and one of those being the opioid Mm. crisis and 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 i know that you can speak to to that Mm -hmm.
1: it's um it's it's a national problem it's a state problem it's a it's a community problem and it's not just in flint it's around the country it's in a lot of major cities and we certainly are feeling it here in genesee county i can speak i think for my colleagues at the other hospitals in our in our community that we work with that The number of patients that we're seeing seems to have dramatically gone up, and the work that the paramedics, and we've got a wonderful crew of pre-hospital providers in this county, uh, paramedics, the county paramedics, all the ambulance companies, the people that are out there saving lives with Narcan every single day. The numbers continue to grow, and we can't get to everybody, and unfortunately, we lose people every day, and it's it's a devastation and it, it, it's really bad. It's know, getting worse.
0: I think too, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't discriminate. It crosses no. It, it no race, religion, color, no. socioeconomic lines. And we've all had, like I've had it in my own backyard with family that you would have never predicted, right? Oh, yeah. You look at what people are going through. Really, I never would have thought. Right. No. We don't know. And I think for you being in the trenches and you see it on the daily basis, it's devastating, and the numbers are only upticking. So it's something we've got to stay on top of yes. because it's not an easy fix.
1: It's not an easy fix, and I, I know that there's education being done from the schools, uh, you know, all the way through high school. They're talking about this now. You know, there's counselors, there's state-funded programs to to help people with this problem. Mm-hmm. But you know, the opioids are one of the most addicting substances known yeah. to man. And unfortunately, people get into them and they can't get out. Can't. It becomes That's a right. vicious cycle. And right. you know, whether you're an inner city person in a city, or your Prince or Tom Petty, yeah, doesn't uh, matter. Who we doesn't buried it. in the last three or four right. years, right, right, uh, it's terrible. So it does. Your point's well taken. It, it it does not know just one socioeconomic status. It's everywhere.
2: Right. So uh, it, here in the here in the city of Flint, Kristen and I, we we were discussing this. There is a billboard that says everyone should carry Narcan. Narcan. Yeah. How do how do you how do you carry that? How does how does someone like Kristen or, or I, where you know, if we We're want lay people, to, right? lay people, you know? how, we how how do overdose. we access that to be able to to have that? How do we do that? That's a great
0: question because yes. it's, it's one thing to give a directive, yeah. right. and we see it,
2: how do and we, we want to be. Active. we want to be active. We how do we, wa- we wanna serve that to it. call to action in you know, the community if needed. If, Thank you.
1: If you take lessons from the pre-hospital providers and the medical first responders and people that are carrying this, primarily a spray that they can put up in people's their nose. noses. Okay. It's one of those things that doesn't involve having to start an IV or having to get a or, needle. Yeah. You know, you look at somebody, you think that's what they got, and you squirt some of this Narcan medicine into their nasal passages and you know, usually it wakes them up and makes them breathe again. But the problem is, there's just not enough of that to go around. Uh, right. And uh, I think the key is, along with education and counseling and trying to get people out of this, is trying to treat the disease as, as well. But we're treating the it. Root now. We don't need to prevent it. Okay. And you know, it. it's not easy. It's easier said than done to try to get the drugs out of any community. But cutting off the flow of drugs, I know it sounds it's hard. easy. It's, it's extremely not. difficult.
0: Yeah. That You're looking at pain management and you're looking at people who are severely, I mean, if they correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not a physician, but you're looking at pain management from a point where they sometimes can be suicidal. It's so difficult. So you've got to treat the pain and with that comes a big risk with all of it. And then you see also probably at the root causes, there are mental health issues going on. So they're taking it, they're self-medicating with it and they're getting their hands on it. And then You're looking at the medical society, which now is being so regulated with it. So they're not getting it. They're coming in to you, they wanna get it, you will check your database and software, and you'll make a determination. And if they're not getting it from you, they're going out on the streets, they're buying it, and if they can't afford it, it's transitioning, as we know, to heroin. To heroin, that's
1: That's right. right. You you did a great job summarizing it, in my opinion. And And don't get me wrong, there are clearly people out there who have Indications for these medications. There's no question about it. So, you know, the problem is the fine line between giving people the pain medicine that they need and monitoring it and making sure they're using it appropriately versus. Giving it or or dispensing it at times and people that don't need it right and there's nothing it's one of the challenging things of being in the ER is you want to help everybody well that's what I'm saying you have that hypocritic oath and and you you want to help and serve and you have
0: to assess and I know you have a big heart right it's it's a difficult I mean kudos to you Dr Rudoni because you know you you have that oath to heal and yet you're seeing you see what you see
1: yeah and on occasion it becomes an. it's an argumentative situation with some patients. And I mean some. It doesn't happen all the time. Sure. But you can't give everybody everything that they want. No. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's right. And you gotta,
1: you got to keep people safe. First, do no harm. That's what they say. That's
0: absolutely right. Well, we will table this because there's much more so conversation. Much. So much. Yes. You know, with you, Dr. Rudoni. Yeah. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So let's shift gears a little bit. And, you know, we talked about when to go to the ER, why to go to the ER. How about how you get there?
1: Yeah. Well, you know... It's interesting. Uh, If you look at our data every day in our department, we see about 40 to 50 ambulance patients who arrive, and we see about 175, on average, patients a day in our ED. So let's say that one in three, one in four come by ambulance. Uh, Those are the people usually that are the sickest or that don't have transportation or that are really ill or somebody else is calling on their behalf. Yeah, on their behalf, yes. Uh, And and the rest of the people walk in or, or drive their own cars. Some people bring their bikes, believe it or not. Right. But, you know, a couple of things to think about. Uh, if you know you're going to the emergency department for whatever reason, it take a minute and, and bring a couple of things with you. And I know this sounds odd. You're packing to go to the hospital. But bring your identification, okay. your, your driver's license, your insurance cards, and bring a list of your medications. Right. Okay. And bring a name or a phone number of your doctor or doctors that are taking care of you. A lot of people come in. They're, they're scared. They're concerned. I get it. But sometimes they, you know, in the heat of the battle, they leave their medication list at home. Right. They don't remember the name of their doctor. Maybe they just saw him or her for the first it's time. It's new. Right. And having that kind of information, it's not always at our fingertips in the ER. Which you
0: think it is, don't right. you? Have one database.
1: With well, all we do. Of our but right. But it's not but always sometimes up to date. It's
0: not accurate. Right. Yeah.
1: And some patients, you know, might show up at McLaren for the first time, have never been here before because they've gotten their health care elsewhere. That's right. right. So if if you have a, a moment, grab a few of those things, That's and very if you're important. sending a loved one in an ambulance. Grab their things of that type and follow them along, just so they have a little bit of information. Just a few quick reminders that might save people some time right. uh, dur- during their evaluation. That's
2: the most important thing. That's the most important reason, also, is to save that time. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then, because you may receive a bill right after right. the fact, and they're like, "I have health care," saves you time. Right. So very good. Yeah, okay, a just- couple more things real quickly. Sure. Um, let's talk
2: about, you know, the flu. We had the a flu. late flu season. And pneumonia. Yeah. There's pneumonia shots that are heavily being handed out right now.
1: Well, you can always get pneumonia shots. Yeah. There's no question. There's certain people at certain age groups who qualify for the pneumonia shot. I think this year, in my experience, we're, we're seeing flu now. Yeah. It's a later flu season. Yeah.
0: Why is that, Dr. You know what? The it's polar a... vortex, The polar vortex, the Arctic air? What, yeah. what you do what? you
1: think? It's hard to say. I mean, again, if you look at the uh, the flu uh, uh, every year, it comes at different months at different times. I'm not sure why it comes later some years <laughs> and earlier some years. And I wish we had time to prepare, but we don't. But right now, I think we're kind of tailing off from the peak flu season in our county.
0: Doctor Hudoni, are we coming into the spring and summer? Please. It's almost please, pollen season. Please, it is. From oh, flu I can feel it. Yeah, season. it's yeah. a treat, isn't it? Yeah, yes, lovely. very fun. Okay, now let's end on somewhat controversy. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Are you seeing some measles? Are you seeing, you know, this is getting the people. I'm looking looking at a lot of people, CDC. This is getting a
2: lot of people
1: in an uproar. Yes.
0: What are your thoughts on the measles, the vaccination? What are your thoughts? Give me some insight. Well,
1: you know, again, I think that right now, I don't think we've had any cases of measles that I'm aware of that came through McLaren Flynn. And I don't know about my colleagues elsewhere in Genesee County. I know Mm -hmm. Oakland County has seen. Some cases. um, I'll speak as a a dad and a doctor. Okay. And I have two daughters. I like both sides. I I immunize from day one. I'm a pro immunization advocate, whether it's the measles, the mumps, the rubella, whether it's HPV for for young people, uh, whether it's influenza, I'm I'm pro vaccination. I know there's some people out there who are not. Right. But I think, you know, this is a perfect reminder for all of us that. You know, speak to your primary care doctor, stay on your immunization schedule, start your children off when their pediatrician suggests it, okay. and uh, this will minimize your risk of being exposed to one of these devastating diseases that we had thought we had eradicated.
0: But I have not. Uh, but but if-
1: as you can see, and, it's all it takes. You know,
0: and I will, you know, just play the other side on that a little bit, okay. is with the HP. TV. I have held off for both girls. So have I. So, and, but not that I, we won't talk. Correct. Not that I won't do research. Yeah. Which I have and read and will continue to read and learn and grow. And I have a 21-year-old daughter who now takes care of her own medical needs, mm-hmm. though she still calls me for the dentist or something, <laughs> yeah. you know weaning that off but and now it's her choice but you know i'm listening to you and and i hear you and i have a almost 18 year old so you know you you make those personal decisions and to know that you you know you're an advocate for them you know is re absolutely you know it's comforting as well
1: but there's great resources out there you shouldn't have to guess your primary care physician family doctor pediatrician they have the resources we all need right to make educated decisions right absolutely uh, and I think we need to ask personal education for that
0: yes absolutely so yeah. we appreciate that we love you doctor thank you so much, yeah, yes, you're so I, I, much I've,
1: information. I learned so much well, I learned so much thank you, you know, I enjoy being here yeah and uh, it's it's great to see you both I wish you continued success there's a lot of other fun stuff to talk about so you know, the oh, Tigers the are beginning. starting out. I'm fired up for the Tigers. I, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and so that's a good time of year for baseball. What do you
0: think the season's going to look like? Pretty solid uh, or it's eh, a rebuild?
1: You know, it might be a rebuild, but it's still fun going down to the ballpark oh, and watching Detroit, baseball. Baby. And Detroit, baby. Yeah, Detroit. I love it.
0: And the city of Flint, I mean, it's just growing the economic growth downtown and there's a movement. And we're yeah, we're going to see
1: the black violins on Friday yes, for the, the second Capitol time. Capital
0: Theater, yep. baby. And Can't then wait. you will be coming to Kaiba Health and Life, we'll be talking about innovation, technology, taking care of yourself, you're living your best life, prevention. But you will also be at the Hope for Flint Studios as well, talking about the growth of the city. Yep. So we we love you. Only I'm the happy beginning. To be here. Big thank you to Medical Director of the Emergency Room, McLaren Thanks, Flint. Thank you so much, Dr. Ray Rudoni. Big thank you to my beautiful co-host, Lisa Metropolis, and I'm Kristen Wolosinovich. Big thank you to our listeners and viewers. This has been
2: Kaiba health and life.